0: Hello everybody, welcome back, Daf Shavua, Daf Chofdalid, and we are going to begin from Chav Gimel Ahmed Days on the bottom of the Ahmed. And uh, the Gemara has now a Kasha on this Mishnah from a different Mishnah and it's not clear exactly what the Kasha is and we're gonna see. Uh, it's interesting. An interesting situation arises here in Rashi. So the Gemara says like this: bought two lines from the bottom. He have four brothers and two of them of the four brothers are married to two sisters, and the two brothers, right? Let's call them Reuven and Shimon, who are married to Rachel and Leah, Reuven and Shimon died, and now the other two brothers, Levi and Yehuda, um, need to be or these two sisters. So now that itself, what uh, doesn't seem to contradict anything our Mishnah said, our Mishnah also said that that's the halacha, right? do So Rashi says there's two Rashis here, um, and they say two different things. So it seems like the Mepharshim explained that one is Rashi and one is uh like some other Talmud. That wrote this in. So the first first thing Rashi says, mm-hmm. he says the question is really from the end of the Mishnah, which we don't even quote. And then the Mishnah says, mm-hmm. that in this case of four brothers and two sisters, mm-hmm. even if they're kadam mm-hmm. as they marry without chalitza, uh, they, uh, they have to be Mighty have to be megarish. By also says that if it's kadam v'kansu, they don't have to divorce. So that's the kasha of the Gemar the second Raj he says, calls <laughs> this that the Kash of the Gmar is that Valoyam readin' Likhos Khabinaya Badahi Lazika Dida Me Echov Vahami Ab Khada. He says the Kash is that, that why didn't the Mishnah give you this option of one doing Khalitha and the other one doing Yibum? Kimas Nisan like our Mishnah Diktanimus Yab Mishteim Kala Khlaha Khalitis Sakh so that they could both be Miyab as long as the other one well the other her sister someone did Khalitsa the other set of brothers did Khalitsa to the sister. So these are two different shatum. So the first Phatarashi uh seems to be that the crash is in the end of the Mishnah, which we don't even say, which is that Kadm Kansu in this case is Yetziu, they cannot stay married. And the second the second Shatn Rashi is that why doesn't the Chalitza of one help for the other one to be able to do even So the says Hachihashta. There's no comparison. Hasam e Lamanda Amar Yezika, Zika Over there, according to Lamanda that that is Yeshzika, the problem is Zika. What does that mean? The was what's different about this case is that both sisters are both yavamas That's what the, the 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 real difference between this case and our Mishnah. Our Mishnah, one is a Yavama and one is just a sister. So it's an Akhis Zukukasai, but we, and we don't know which one is which, but at least they're not both Yavamas. But over here both sisters are both Yavamas. And Rashi explains, therefore if you hold Yesh Zika they both became Asir when they were Naiful Ibum and once they become Asir they stay Asir because of the concept that we have, the principle of Nesra that once they they became, once they were to and you were not allowed to be Miyabim them because they were a Chayzzuku Kasa. It was Yezzika, it was Asr, it's Nesra, and you can never do even uh, again. Even if you take away the problem by doing Chalitza to one of them, you still can't do even to the other, you have to do Chalitza. That's why it's, if it's cut in the it's Yitzil, according to the first chat and that's why we don't give you the option of doing Chalitza to one and then even to the other because of Nesra. It's because they're both, your are Yavamas in this case. So that's if you hold Yeh Zika. Or we could be going according to the Mandama that there's no Zika, but it's also which means you're now allowed to marry one of them because you're effectively being Mavatal Ibn from the other one through making her now an Ereba, a Achay So it's also Lavatam then. Even after Khalitza, that remains Allah. Or even if it's Kadim Vikansu, that remains the halacha because of a knas of some sort, so that it's different in any case because these halachas apply, which didn't apply in our case. But over here, they're in addition to the fact that they're not both in a, a chais, they're not both yivamis. You also have the fact that there's an element of suffic that it could be that the one you are marrying is actually your your uh, yivama herself. So th- th- it seems like the reason why you have to add this element of suffolk is so that to explain why we don't make a knas in this case, so we don't make a xera in this case. So the reason is is because here there's also this additional element of suffic that it might be you're just marrying the right woman anyway. So, so the combination of these two facts make it that these are two very different cases, and that's why in this case of the of the two sisters that are both Yuvamas, there's no option of being mi'avim both, or there's no option of uh, keeping them after you both, and there's no option of doing chalitza to one of them, being mi'avim the other one. Now, kadma v'kansu emetziin tanu shila v'afilosh name even if they're both kohanim, and turns out that one of them is marrying a chalitza. Because one of these ladies is a chalutza from the other set of brothers. Yet, if they're kadbibu kantza, they can keep them even though they can't. my time, a chalutza drabanan here, because chalutza is an only nizr drabanan. The safi chalutza le gazu the safi chazal were not geyser. I don't know, this, I don't think this is the regular concept of safi drabanan lekula. Because I don't believe you would say savik drabanan lekula in this case, where one of them is for sure a problem, we just don't know which one is which. Uh It sounds more like it's a specific halacha here that you say savik Chalutza legaz be So the Gemara says halutsa drabanan he v'hatanya chagrusha in li alagrusha. Chalutza minai how do we know that is also in Israel like a grusha tamidai meveisha? It sounds like it's a ribur. Someone no, it's a drab best drabanan. Really only drabanan. Cross is just an asmachtan and afenemis a chalutza is only drabanan and a Sefi chalutza is therefore Mutter Zakh de mishne mitzvah b'godliam the mitzvah is for the oldest brother to do yibum leimkada makatim But if a younger brother went and jumped in and did yibum, he is zaycha and he remains married to that lady. Tan rabanan v'haya b'char. So this is a very interesting pasik. The pasik seems to be saying something vastly different, and we take this pasik and we totally translate it to mean, uh, almost the opposite of what it seems to be saying. So, um, the pasik, pashat seems to be saying, is referring to the son that's born after Yibum. That if, after you do Yibum, the Bukhar, the firstborn son that you have, after doing Yibum, you should name him after the brother that died. That's the Pasha Bukhar, Asher Bukhar Hashem Bakhav. Now, the I say, no, it doesn't mean that at all. No part of this Pasuk means what you think. Bahaya Bukhar is not referring to the son, it's referring to the brother doing Yibum. Bahaya Bukhar, mi Mitzvah Bukhar, yam. So Bahaya Bukhar, the oldest brother needs to do Yibum. And who does he do Yibum to? Asher to a woman who can give birth. And it excludes an islandist who can't give birth. So, Haya Bukhar is talking about the man, Vashatelet is talking about the woman, and Yochum Al-Shei is going back on the man, he will be Yochum al not that the child will get the name, but no, it's referring to the man. Then Lenachla, and he gets all the nachla, he gets all the inheritance of his brother. So, the Mara says, How do you know that this is the right way to read the Pasuk? Maybe you're reading the Pasuk all wrong. And that's not what it means, and it means the way you would read it simply, that the child that's born is the it gets the name, Yosef Karnes, Yosef, Yechlen Karnes, Yechlenan, that whatever the dead brother's name was, you call it this child that name. So Gamar says, we know that that can't be the way to read this passage, because and it's Shava Achiv Achiv, Shem L'Nachla means Nachla, they, they get their inheritance. Afshem HaMakam L'Nachla. So here also means the inheritance, not the name. V'loi Yomach HaShemai. So let's continue. Now that it says V'loi Yomach is not, again, can't be referring to his name surviving. So what does it mean, V'loi Yomach HaShemai? It means Prat L'sris Yomachai. Now we're referring to the dead brother. That uh, dead brother that couldn't have had children anyway. Shemai is Machai anyway. There's no, chiv, no Mitzvah of on his wife. So, instead of all talking about one thing, which is the child that was born, it's actually not talking about the child as who was born at all, it's talking about the brother who survived, it's talking about the wife that survived, and it's then it's talking about the dead brother. Even though typically we say that a pasik needs to be learned, here the exer is what taught us that we will not learn the pashavchat at all. Frank, tomorrow, it's only the G'zer Shava that forced us to do that? We love G'zer Have a shame, shame, You think that without the G'zer we could have learned that name means Pasha, that it's referring to the son that's getting born, you give him the name of the dead brother? Leman kamazair, Amar Chumana. And then the you can't read this passage, because who's the Torah talking to? Yabam. You think the is talking about to the Yabam himself and telling him, name this son, your son, after your brother? Then Yaakam Hashem the way. Then it shouldn't say Hashem Achiv. His brother, it should say, your brother, because it's addressing the yavim. uh And if you're going to say, well, we don't do that. Terry doesn't talk that way. It doesn't address the yavam. It addresses the Kal Yisrael, and, or, or, or more effectively, based in that's it. going to enforce this halacha. And it means Yavim, Hashem, it should uh, be named after his brother. So... Ila then, then, and we're referring to the son, then it's to say, Yaakam al shem Right, we're talking about the son, we're not talking about the brother, the, the surviving brother. According to this, you're talking about the son. So we should say, that, the Tabezin, he should get the same name as his father's brother. That's what it should say. So the Umarah so, so you see that you can't learn the Passock is talking about the son. It doesn't make sense, so of course you're gonna to have to then cut it up the way we did, and even without the so Torah says, no, that itself is not a proof. Maybe this is what Ruhmana is telling to Bezdin. Terah is telling to Bezdin. Tell the Yabam that he should name his son after his brother. That's that's we're kind of addressing Bezdin, but we're not talking about the son when we give the command. Because we're giving the command to the person who would carry out the command, and that would be the Yabam. So to the person who's carrying out the command, we're telling him, name your son after your brother. Okay, so Allah said, we needed the G'zer Shavah to come and, and remove the Pasach from the Pasach of Good. Now, now that we've settled how to dash in the Pasach, so So now that we know the Pasach is talking about the brother and has to be the oldest brother, so maybe we should say that only a can do Yibam and a pasha the, 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 the younger brother, can never do Yibam. Versus that can't be. The whole case of an Eshazach, by definition, is talking about when a younger brother who wasn't around originally wants to be Mi'abin, the, uh, the older brother who, who, who died before he was born. His wife. So you see a younger brother could do No, maybe you have to be a Bukhar of some sort. And uh, the, the the the, is told about that this the the younger brother is a Bukhar, it's just his mother's Bukhar, not the father's Bukhar. Bukhar says, no, that that wouldn't make sense. the <laughs> Yub <laughs> is always dependent on Naqhlah and Nachlam and Avalim, and Aim. So the only relationship that's important here is the father and the fact that you're a Bukhar to your mother would not make a difference. So the Gemara says Kaim <laughs> Tamar says, "Okay, you're right. The younger brother could do yibum, but maybe the younger brother can only do yibum when there's an older brother around. So even if he doesn't, the younger brother could do it. But if there's no older brother around at all, then there's no yubim, maybe there's no yibum at all. So Amakra Mehem. The pasuk says <laughs> Mehem, and Rashi says it's mashma. There's only two brothers." Based achem has as a mashmois that it's only two brothers, or, or assuming it's even talking about a case when there's only two brothers, and therefore we say, and it's talking about that the older brother is the one that died, and the younger brother does yib. Mara says, no, that's not, maybe it's talking about the younger brother died, and this older brother has to do the, the yibum. Mara says, no, you can't do that, because we know that we're talking about the younger brother as well, because Hamid Rachman H. because the tari already told us, uh, that, uh, there's a situation where he can't do it, but otherwise he could do it, which is, if he wasn't around when the brother was alive, but otherwise he could do yibim, so we're back to that. So, a katan could do Yubam even if there's no Bukhar So the verse is no. When there's no buchar around, when buchar is dead, or is not around, That's when, if the younger brother's miyam, it works, like our Mishnah says. But if the older brother's still around, katan loy zacha. If the younger brother tries, he's not, and yibim, doesn't work. How do we know that it works even when the Bukhar is present? Amakraki, Yeshiva Zalazah, the two the brothers Yeshiva is compared to one to another, and uh, they both have equal ability to do Yivaki Bukhar La Hadra Maybe when the Bukhar is there then you try to is a mitzvah to get the Bukhar to do it. But Kilaka Bukhar, if there's no Bukhar, Ain Khaiz Renatil but you don't look for the older brother. It's either Bukhar, the oldest, or, uh, no one. Uh, or anyone. But, uh, there's no uh, Indian talk for an older brother. Alamatani Abba Akhshid, but Abba said not like that. Mitzvah uh, begodli abim. The Mitzvahs are the oldest to do. Yibim, Rat, and if he doesn't want to, Hachanet, you go to the next brother. Leirat, Lechol, Hachanet, and you go back to the older brother, and you force him to do it. So the Mora says, as, as you see that, uh, you, you just keep on going down, sequentially. Whichever, whoever is older goes first. It's like the Mora the same way the him So in other words, what we're trying to say is we make a Mambatina and we say there's nothing special about the fact that someone's a Bukhar. That's not what's gonna make a difference in regarding Yubhum. Bukhar is not a thing when it comes to Yubh. So Bahak is just the fact that he's older. So then every brother that's older has this advantage. Still, maybe it's only if the older brother does uh, yubum is when he gets the nakhla, when it's al Shaym Akhiv, Kimyab and Pashadla but when a younger brother does yubum, he does not get nakhla A Makra Al Shem Akhiv, he is gets is Yaqam Al Shem Achiv, so it sounds like the puzzle saying whoever does it, well, as long as there's yubum, it's Yakam Shemakhiv and he gets the Nachlah. Why does the Torah say Bukhar? Just say Gobble. Why are you saying Bukhar? What's the point of, uh, referring to him as a b'chara? The usa to take away some of his chosim. Ma b'chara in little of a mukhsik, the same way does not take roi like a mukhsik. Abhayin in little broyak of a mukhsik. Now, now, roi can mean two things. Roy means like this. Typically, roi means, uh, that when a, a, a father dies, right, so the children all are Yorush. Whatever he owned, and absolutely whatever he owned, they're Yarish, which means if he had outstanding, outstanding debts that other people owed him money, they get that too, because it's all part of his inheritance. A Bukhar however, is limited to mukhzak. He only gets money that the father actually has in possession. Roi, which means, for example, like I just said, a milveh, money which he is, he needs to still collect, that's called roi. is money he could get, but he doesn't quite have yet. So the being that the father didn't have that money yet at time of death, the Bukhar does not get Bishnaim. In that part of the inheritance, everybody divides it up equally. Another case of Roy is any inheritance that the father inherits after the father dies. So if the father, let's say there's a grandfather that's still alive. So once, once the father died first and then afterwards the grandfather died. So now the grandfather dies, what happens? His money goes essentially to his child, who's dead, but it goes to him in his caver, so to speak. And then it goes to that dead father's children. So at that point, that money is Roy. The father didn't have it while he was alive. It's only Roy. And in that case, uh, he doesn't take a kivamukhsik, and a Bukhar will, will divide up equally in that money. So over here, when we say that a pasha, that this, um Bukhar gets this, his brother's nakhala, Rashi learns it's referring to one, and Tais is referring, or others say it's referring to the other, it means that one is, Rashi learns it's referring to a future inheritance from the father, and others learn it's, it's referring to, uh, any outstanding debt. Dr. Mishnah, ala someone was, uh, they claimed on him that he has been mizana with a shivcha, uh, and then she got free, so now she's actually permitted to be married. Or there was people saying that he was living with a non-Jewish lady, and then she was Megayar. should not marry them. But if he does marry them, we don't force him to divorce them, because it's just a uh, hara, it's not Vade. Uh Either way, I mean, even if were either, they were over, they, they could, he could marry them. Hanitna <laughs> leishasirsh. Though, if someone was claimed that he lived with an heshasish, and Beisen forced them to, forced them to get divorced, then he is usher to marry that lady because of echad lebal veechad lebail. The Torah says the same way: a husband becomes usher in his wife when she's mizana. The person she was mizana with also becomes usher to live with her. So, even if he married her, we're going to force him to divorce her. It sounds like this lady who, who, did, was Mazana with a man, she could become a Gyaris, so even though clearly, most likely she was Megara just for the sake of marrying him. For a mini, a man was Megara to marry a woman. A woman was Megara in order to marry a man. A man, someone was Megara because he wants to be part of the king's court. Uh, to be one of Shla, 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 Shla servants, which was a, very, very, um prosperous time in Jewish history. And of Gerim, those are all not Gerim. Because they're not sincere. People who became Gerim because they were scared of lions and they wanted Hashem to protect them. Rechiger is because they had a dream and they were scared. Rechiger Esther, the Gerim that became Gerim when Mordechai and Esther, uh, uh, rose to power. Rabbi Me'am the Pusik says, Um... And they garim; those are all not garim. Achi's garim unless they are megarim. Today's day and age, Rashi's garim is manazeh. there's in a time like today's day and age where we are persecuted. Ha itmar Allah, that means in America. Too. Now, there's not just not when we are on top of the world like in Shlema's time. Ha itmar Allah, Amrav Yitzchak Bar Shmuel Bar Mar Tumish Medrav Alachah Giderei that we don't pass in this way. We pass in the alachah like the person who says kulim garim him; they are all garim. So, Yomara says, if they're all geir, why do we prevent you from marrying this Gaita? If she is a geir, so go ahead, get married. You should not do things that people will talk about, and this is bringing upon yourself Lashon Hara. If you're going to marry her, people are going to keep on talking about it, so it's better not to marry her. If you did, we don't stop you. We don't take her, make you divorce her. They were not. They did not accept gerim in the days of David or Shlame. Now, this seems to be in contradiction to what we just said that halacha is like the person who says kulam him. But if you look in the Rambam, the Rambam explains that there's two things going on here. like kiblu means that the bezin that was in charge of taking gerim, which is the bezinagadol uh the, the 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 head Bezdin did not accept Garam because they were not sincere. But many people became Gairim nonetheless. They got together a Bezdin Shalajaitis, and they made themselves Garam. And then Bezdin said, Okay, we're gonna treat you like Garam and we're gonna w- wait, watch and see if you actually are true or sincere or not. And then it turned out that they went off the Derech, they went back to their old ways and they said, Okay, clearly they were never Megair and if they stayed from then they kept them as Garam. So, all it means, like, kiblugera means that we will not. We're just, that's just, that was the practice. They didn't accept them, and they won't accept them in my Should they somehow manage to get this it works. So, Amr Abdulazar Eliezer Maikro, what's the pasik? Hengar yogur efes mi oisi. The way we we're catching this pasik to make this drasha is, Hengar yogur, if you're me gaya, efes mi oisi It's only during a time when I'm not close to you, when Hashem is not visible, when it's like we're being persecuted. Kiger itach, uh Migar Ita, who will live with you, Allah yipal, those who fell, you know, uh will who 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 will be with you then. But uh whoever lived with you now will be with you then. Aw but anybody who was didn't live with you during the difficult time when I was not clearly with you, then the time of Mashiach will be too late. Someone who was, uh, they said he was mizana with a married woman. It's only if there are Eidim testifying that he was mizana. So this is a actual, actual case, a bona fide case of a boil. So he's also a maker of to marry her. It must be that Rav said this while he was sleeping. Now, Rav Shashas, when he says a statement like that, he's not being, um, negative actually he's he's being trying to be very respectful of Rav and he's saying that I'm about to disagree with Rav and I know that I can't possibly disagree with Rav was so great you can't disagree with him he couldn't have possibly made a mistake so the only answer is that Rav was said this when he was sleeping and people took it to mean like serious and Rav even when he was sleeping he said Tyra and therefore it's it's he said it out of respect of Rav so anyway, what is this Someone that they said he was Mazana with and they, they forced him to get divorced, and then she married someone else. And after she married someone else, she got divorced from that guy again. At that point, the original Boyle, the original Mazana guy, could marry, uh, he shouldn't marry her, but if he marries her, we don't force him to divorce. So he says, Hey what's the case? Idaik were there Adim that testified he was Mizana till on round one? Thank you Asa Akrib after Kaila Kala Mahavi. So who cares that she married someone else in between? And that caused that the this this the rumblings die down. Who cares? I mean his Asamanatira on this lady, this uh the he can't marry her even after that. Al Ablak Aidam must be talking about there aren't any Aidim that he was Mizana, so he's not Asaminatira. The time it does. and the reason why the only reason why we allow him to stay married is because she married someone in between and there's no more rumblings on no one's talking about it anymore but if he would have directly married her we would force him to divorce so clearly Rav is incorrect the Rav said it's only when there are Edom we force him to divorce no, even without Edom we force him to divorce no. It's true, even if there would have not been a person in the middle that got married to her, it would be the same halacha that we would allow him to stay married, we would not force him to divorce, because there's no Edom here. It's only when there are we take and make him divorce, and if there's no Edom, we don't force him to divorce. So why is the Brisa mentioning something about an Achar? that even when there's someone else that got married in between to this lady, and because of that, then no one's talking about it anymore, still, we still don't allow him to get married. And, uh, but he yeah, keeps her, he can keep her. This is only when she doesn't have any children from her husband. But if he has children from her husband, say I am sorry, the the boil. If she didn't have children from the, the second guy, the the Mizana, but if she has children from the Mizana already after marrying him, we don't force him to divorce her. And tell me, but if we have testimony that he was Mizana with her, then a you are come even if he has many children, Sasam we force him to divorce her. So Rab La so so it's Mafurish that without Aidim, uh if there's no children you would force the divorce. And that's not like Rab. Rab said, only when there's Adem, you force the divorce. And here it's clear that without children, you would force the divorce. So Rab, Michael, I'm Rab says, no, no, no. Our mission must be talking about the banim, and that's why the a is it's only when you have Adem, you force the divorce. But without Adem, you don't force the divorce because she has children. So I says then my rab like Why does rab stand on his head so to speak to say that the mission is talking about you have children and therefore only if you have adam you force to divorce with time a adam of Kenan is only because there are adam you force to divorce be like adam lem of and then without adam you wouldn't force to divorce like we're just as easily say we're talking about she doesn't have children. And then an the and even without adam you would uh, you would force to divorce. So, the Gemara answers, Amur Rav Masisi Kishita, had hey, the problem with the Mishnah, what's the problem? Mayuri Tani HaTziuhu, we're talking about now when she's married to the original husband, and we force her to get divorced from her original husband, not the bio we're talking about back to the original husband. Last Nihay why doesn't it just say that he divorced her, because of the people talking about her? Alakala it means that Baizdin forced the husband to divorce his wife. And that's certain. As far as a, a, a married man, to make a husband divorce his wife, you can only do that if you have Adam. You won't do that based on rumbling alone, according to any tzad. So therefore, he knew that the mission so is talking about there's Adam. So if the mission is talking about there's Adem, it sounds like it's only with Adam you force the boil now, going to the boil, force him to divorce. The answer is that she has children. So that's why it's only when he has Adam you force him to divorce, otherwise not. But if she doesn't have children, even without children, even with that Adam I'm sorry you would make the boy divorce his <laughs> wife. Okay, we'll stop here. Have a-